morning, everyone. Welcome to Transplant RPH, the podcast dedicated to all things transplant-related and general health. I'm your host, April, a transplant pharmacist. Today, we're diving into the world of herpes zoster and its prevention. Herpes zoster, or shingles, is a result of the varicella zoster virus reactivating in the body. This leads to a painful, one-sided eruption in a specific skin area. Reactivation often happens in those with weakened immunity like older individuals or transplant recipients. The decline in cell-mediated immunity plays a significant role in this reawakening. Now, let's talk prevention. Vaccination, yes, getting vaccinated decreases the risk of herpes zoster and post-herpetic neuralgia. And here's the good news, you don't need a history check of varicella or herpes zoster before getting the jab. Now, there are two vaccine options in the game. We have the non-live recombinant glycoprotein E vaccine also known as recombinant zoster vaccine, and the live attenuated virus vaccine known as zoster vaccine live. While zoster vaccine live is not available in the US, the recombinant zoster vaccine takes the lead. Why? Well, it provides better protection with fewer worries about immunity fading. Now, let's talk strategy for different groups. If you're immunocompetent and over 50, it is recommended to get the vaccine, especially if you're 60 or older. And when both vaccines are on the table, the recombinant zoster vaccine is the go-to for most patients. It packs a punch against herpes zoster and the side effects are usually mild to moderate. Now for our immunocompromised buddies, those planning future immunosuppression, you're up first. Zoster vaccination before immunosuppression is a must. The recombinant zoster vaccine is the star here, but if it's a no-go, the zoster vaccine live can step in, given it's administered at least four weeks before therapy starts. Now, for others in the immunocompromised crew, it's a bit trickier. While zoster vaccination is reasonable, it depends on factors like your specific condition, the type of therapy, and the risk involved. Consult with your healthcare team for the best advice. Some quick notes, if you've had herpes zoster before, get vaccinated after about a year. And if you've had the live vaccine before, consider switching to the recombinant for better efficacy. Timing matters. So you'll have to get the two-dose recombinant series at least eight weeks after the live vaccine. Last but not the least, a heads up on contraindications. Recombinant zoster vaccine might not be your best friend if you have a history of Guillain-Barre or hypersensitivity to its components. As for zoster vaccine live, it's a no-go for most immunocompromised pals. And there you have it, our journey into the world of herpes zoster prevention. Remember, your healthcare team is your guide on this adventure. 
before making any decisions, consult with your physician and pharmacist. If you found this information valuable, give us a thumbs up and don't forget to subscribe for more health-related content. Stay healthy, folks!